Welcome to Shenanigans at Shady Pines, a show where two 90s babies, who are a little too obsessed with the Golden Girls, sit down, episode by episode, to dissect the show. We'll answer the question, why is this show still a hit 40 years later? Hi, I'm Jenna. And I'm Caroline. And this is Shenanigans at Shady Pines. In this episode, we'll be discussing Season 5, Episode 10, All That (laughs) Jazz. I, like, we have a history with this song. Oh. Oh, do we? (laughs) I think what the, the listeners need to know is... We played the piano when we were younger. Yes, we took piano lessons for we did. a very long time. We did. We did. Like, oh my gosh. And when what, one thing you need to know about piano is when you're not like one of those people that can sight read very easily. Yes. You, <laughs> you, when, when you're, you're not, not one of those that people. Talented. Yeah, you're not that good, but like you're like persistent like we were. Um you have to like practice this like one song for months to get it down and be yes. able to play it right. And one of my Jenna Jenna has a, a good repertoire like like love song by Sarah Bareilles. That's it. And a whole a whole other thing. And but chopsticks. once it chopsticks is good too. So um, once you left and I, I got to high school, I did a lot of pop stuff. But mm-hmm. I don't remember when. Maybe middle school, early high school. Mm-hmm. My song that I learned how to play for literally months yeah. was all that jazz. <laughs> So just through our house, all you would hear was dun 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 And like when you're not great like we are, you only get like so we took lessons. So our piano teacher would assign us, you know, songs to practice. Right, yes. And you would have to like you in order to pass the song You'd have to do the whole thing. Perfect. Well, yeah, exactly. And that was a great system because you'd start off doing a couple lines at once, especially when it was a really hard song. Mm -hmm. So, like, by the end, I really, like, you really got the beginning down. Mm -hmm. So that dun, 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 like, that was really good. And you could hear, I can still hear it on my brain how I listen to the song. It, like, would be really strong. And then once the dun, 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 once you had to start using both hands, Mm -hmm. it got a lot harder. So Mm -hmm. I'd, like, slow down a lot. (laughs) <laughs> but I think I got pretty good at the song if I remember correctly. I just all I remember is dun dun dun, and I was like, Duh. oh, and then everybody in that house is banging their head on the wall because they're listening to the same song over and over. And I know. Over. Maybe. Again. See, maybe that's why I like to sing songs over and over again because of that. Probably. Maybe because I'm it's a definitely. Yeah. Somebody told me the other day at work that they were wondering. What? Did they notice? They said, you know, I was wondering why I had this song in my head. And then I heard you start to sing it. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, sorry, that happened. (laughs) So So, does your school, this is not Golden Girls related at all, but it's about what we're talking about. Okay. Does your school have flocabulary as one of their yes i think so because we have nearpod okay okay so we my school has a 
vocabulary subscription. And for those of you that aren't teachers and aren't privy to this amazing program. Oh, vocabulary is everything. You pick like a topic. So for example, I'm teaching all about water right now and water properties Ooh. and all that great stuff. That's so helpful for 12 year olds to know. Absolutely. Um, and I have a book that you might want anyway. Oh, okay. Um, and I assigned this vocabulary and vocabulary, um, is like a bit, like it starts off with a video and then there's other activities that go along with the video. And the, but the video is really cool. Yes. The video is like songs, like a music video about the topic. So, um, <laughs> it's like, it's hip hop. It's hip hop. It is. It's it, like, yeah. It's still kept on the beat. Huh? Like yeah, I, yeah, the yeah. one I would use a lot is um, the coding one, so kids could learn mm. top ten reasons to code, and it tells them like all the careers that you can have as a coder. Yes. So, so mine, we're doing water, and we did it today, and it it gets stuck in my head. It goes, "Water is life, water is life," <laughs> and it just over and over again. Then it drops like the different water properties, and it's like, "Oh my gosh, that's it's amazing." Just... Yeah. I totally get that. That's me and brain breaks. Yeah. Because I use the same brain break all week. Oh, so by the you? end of the week, oh, we're like, now that. rest and reset. See that? I oh. have to do things like that. Yeah. Rest. I love him. I know that one. I do that with my students sometimes. L-O-L. Yeah. Anyway, well, we're only six minutes into this. So we are killing it. You know what? That is the most fun part about this episode. <laughs> yeah. Man, Michael. Ooh. All right. Well, we got to dive into this because I have a yeah. lot to say. Ooh. It may be the same thing over and over and over again, but I feel strongly. Yeah, for sure. So let's do adult education. Yes. Um, okay. So the description of this episode is from Hulu. Dorothy's son, Michael, shows up on her doorstep with news. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah news some news imdb says dorothy's son michael moves in with her after his wife kicks him out good for her literally i would kick him out too yeah uh absolutely if mm, we'll get into it when we talk about the episode we will oh my gosh oh it's my turn it's your turn. Um. <laughs> yeah, you, you usually go after I go. I'm so. next. <laughs> yeah, you're, it's your turn. Um, this episode was written by Susan Harris, Robert Bruce, and Martin Wise. Yes, and it was directed by... Oh my gosh, did I... Let me double check because I am getting lazy. Yeah, it is It is directed by Terry Hughes. Okay. I know, we're getting like sketched I'm like out. nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous. It's like, is, could this, we could easily look it up, but it's much more fun to be like, it's much is more this fun his last, say. his last, you know, is this it? Is this it? Yeah, this is much more fun. Yeah. Um, guest stars were Herb Edelman mm. as Stan. We have yes. Scott. Oh no. It's the name again. I think is it's it Jacoby? Jacoby. I think it's Jacoby. Him as Michael. And then Stan Roth as Makeup Man. Ah, yes, Stan. Who looks like Sam, um... He kind of does. Not my Sam. Um, Elliot? Yes, thank you. Oh, yeah, I I knew what you meant. 
Oh, okay. Well, there's just so many freaking Sams in our lives. We need to be clear. I know. But we know. Well, I didn't know that you knew that time. I knew. I always do. I thought you knew the mustache. I thought you saw the mustache. And that's why you said that. Nope. Anyway. <laughs> I know things. Chick Venera is Enrique Mas. Enrique Mas. So this episode aired on December 2nd, 1989. Yes. Um, not too much was going on this day. Um, there was a movie that looked kind of popular, but not really. So I'm not going to say it because I didn't write it down. And then the other thing that people might find interesting, but I have no idea who this is. Um, but on the cover of Time Magazine, um, this really popular, um, newscaster, I think she was on, like, the Today Show and stuff, um, okay. Jane Polly, um, Jane Polly says goodbye, and I believe, and this is totally just speculation, just looking at the cover of Time Magazine and not doing any research whatsoever. Okay. okay. Um, but I think she was, like, leaving the spotlight to, like, take care of her kids. Yeah, she left the Today Show. I was right. Yeah, good job. Did you know her? Do you know her? No, I just Googled it. Oh, okay. Well, A simple Google. <laughs> I, I tried, but my computer was being weird, and so I It's okay. Up. It's okay. You should probably, like, get a new computer. <laughs> I'm not. I let them die. I don't just I know. buy them willy-nilly. I know. I know. I was being, um, I was, I promise I was being insensitive on purpose. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. So, I found some fun facts on IMDb, and most of them have to do with Michael. (laughs) Okay, at least the actor. Okay, I didn't remember this. I don't know if this was only in this episode or what. Although they play father and son, this is the only episode where there's both Stan and Michael in it. I... Isn't that fun? Even his wedding. Even his wedding. Wow. Stan was not. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I never realized that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here's the second fun fact that everybody that, like. That was nope. a fun one. It, it is fun. But this one is not fun. But everybody mm-hmm. like it's the number one thing for this episode. Okay. At least to, well, it's important. No mention is made of the child whom Michael and his wife yes. were expecting and all that jazz. What the heck? Ugh. Heck. And. Jen, are you ready for an even more fun fact? I, I guess I don't so. even think you're. You're not even gonna. You're. 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 you're okay. This is the last time Stan wears a toupee. Really? Apparently, we'll have to be on toupee watch for the rest of this series and his appearance in the Golden Palace. He remains bald. Now, do they talk about his bald head? Do they mention the toupee anymore? We need to track this. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about toupee watch. Okay. Okay. When Sophia greets Sophia... When Michael Michael greets Sophia with a hug, she responds, You're already in the will. This line was recycled from season one, episode two, when Sophia hugged her granddaughter and uttered the same joke. And Jenna, I don't know if you did, but I had deja vu. Oh, yes. I did. I do every time. Because I remember thinking... Oh my gosh, Jenna has a problem with this. And, and like, because you talked about... Because I listened to the first um, few episodes of our podcast a lot to, like, kind of figure out 
like an edit. I'm not a great editor, but I listened to the first few episodes to like kind of figure out how to fix it. Um, so I remember you talking a lot about like not liking them talking about the will. And I was like, wait, did we already do this episode? And I had the same I had the same feeling when we did the ep- last episode because I was like, didn't we already see Dorothy um, doing comedy? Which we hadn't. But I like started to have a really like confused. I started to get confused. Yeah. there's. Okay. I feel like we're getting to that point where we've seen, we've, I mean, we've, we're over halfway done with this. So oh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. hard for me to like differentiate between me watching it or us yeah. talking about it on the podcast. That's accurate. That's accurate. Yeah. I like that. Okay, I have two more fun facts. Yes. This is the last episode with Scott Jacoby as Michael Spornak. Is this his last appearance? The character? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Or More probably. I think so. I don't think anybody else plays Michael. Good riddance. Yeah. Okay, and this is another one that like people like to talk about. Okay. So in season two episode, um, the family affair episode, Michael is told to be twenty nine. In the season three episode, Mixed Blessings, his age is given as twenty three. <laughs> and in this episode, his age is given as thirty. What the hell? I know. Like they could have nobody... done it in that order, like in the twenty three, twenty nine, thirty order. That yeah, in that. Sense. Well, it would have. Okay, okay. Deep dive. It would have made more sense for the Bridget plotline to be twenty three, because then mm. they'd be about the same age. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's that. Um, and then, um, after that could have been the, the, the free bird thing. And then he could have settled down with Lorraine and they could have been happy. What is free bird? Like this episode when he was like, I want to have like no strings, man. Like, I just want to be a free bird. I I just want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So that's my feelings on how this should have gone. I, I, I like that. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, well, are you ready to dive into this episode? Do we have to? And all <laughs> that kidding. jazz. Well, it, we, we don't have to, but I'd like to. I would hate my... for us to do the whole show except for this one episode. <laughs> my students are like, do we have to do this? I'm like, no, that actually, thank you so much. That makes my life so much easier <laughs> than I don't have to create it. <laughs> LOL. All right, well, are you ready to talk about the episode? Yeah, we probably should. Yeah. Okay, cool. So the episode begins in the kitchen. Yes. And we establish some things, Jenna. Mm-hmm. Poor Rose mm-hmm. is suffering from neck tension. Oh, that okay, that's the worst. Yeah. You know yeah. when you have a kink in your neck and like every time like you sleep on it funny, that's the worst. Oh, yeah. I've had to miss work because of that before. Oh yeah. Because I couldn't, like, look over my shoulder. I'd have to turn my whole body. And driving to work was, like, I was driving and I was, like, I can't do this. And I went home. Yeah, well, like, it shoots down your spine. And it's, like, mm-hmm. this is not, this is not good. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um, It's pretty wild. And what's interesting is, for us, the way we've experienced it, I'm assuming, I don't want to speak for you, but if I'm wrong, correct me, that, mm-hmm. um... If we have that kind of thing, it's usually, like, because we didn't sleep well. Roses is caused by stress. That sucks. I've not, I mean, obviously panic attacks are, like, physical manifestations of anxiety. Mm -hmm. But, like, 
I've not had like a ne- like a like a that related to anxiety that I know of. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I feel for Rose. Like so, last time we talked about Rose and her job, she was um she just finding got a this job. job right exactly and this is kind of an update on that which we love we love yes, consistency love, yeah it's great mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um she you know she's working for enrique mas mm-hmm. and no, no, no. enrique mas oh there you go and um she is having a hard time with it like like a big part of enrique's thing is he, you know, um, is a consumer reporter, mm-hmm. so he checks on things and makes sure that they, like, work. Mm-hmm. And she's actually the person that tests it. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty wild. She's literally, like, up day and night doing work for the job, and it's really, mm-hmm. like, stressing her out. And, like, even going to work is causing her anxiety. Like, yeah, she lists her symptoms later, and they're a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever um, had that feeling about going into work? Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah. In fact, I'm medicated for it now. <laughs> Thank I you respect teaching. that. Yeah. I respect that. Um. So, yeah, teaching, I mean, I don't even think we have to go too far into it. It's just stressful, yeah. period. Absolutely. And this year especially has been, like, I've been teaching for eight years now. Yeah. And I've never worked this hard before. And yeah. mind you, I've never moved rooms i've been teaching the exact same subject yeah i don't even have that many kids like i am extremely blessed with my largest class at 23 like oh wow i am extremely blessed with that like i have a great schedule i have 90 minutes of planning daily oh like don't brag i i am bragging because i have a great it's awesome However, yeah. with that being said, I haven't had a planning and God knows how long because I've had so many meetings and covering yeah. and this year I have never, ever, it's never been like this before. And yeah. it's just insane to me. Like eight years into it, you think I wouldn't, I don't know. I'm not going to. Yeah, that's, that's okay. very accurate. You feel like, um, I don't know, things are just Things are just hard right now. I will just say. Just the micromanaging for me is just. Yeah. That's going definitely. on in my school is just insane. And I'm sure a lot of teachers can relate to that. If you're a teacher, mm-hmm. holla. Yeah. For me, I was the most stressed when I worked at two schools at the same time. Oh, yeah. I can't even. It was it was the instability for me. <laughs> my thing, like, with that is, like, schools have different vibes. So I don't know how you were able. Like, that's so hard that's, to adapt from one vibe honestly, to another. Honestly that's what got me the most yeah that's so hard to adjust just daily yeah Yeah, for real Mm. well you know what you know what jenna one of the most iconic lines of the golden girls happens Mm -hmm. at this moment jenna listeners this Mm. is our line yes do you want to say it do you want to say it Everybody, Michael is here. Oh my gosh, Michael's here. It's so great. Michael is here. How amazing. I wish that I got greeted that way every day. I know. And you know what? I feel bad for Dorothy that she's so excited to see Michael and he Mm -hmm. sucks that much. (laughs) 
Isn't that that sad? was the weirdest laugh, but that was so funny. That's so poor Dorothy. I never thought about that. I didn't think about it till I said it, but like, oh my gosh, she's so happy, and he's really just like sucking the life out of her. You know what I yeah. mean? And my thing is, is he always has. Yeah, that's accurate. It, it seems it's, like it's, it anyway. It's well, from the way they talk, it seems like it. Yeah. So here's Michael. He shows up. He apparently is only showing up when he needs things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he shows up. He just straight up quit his touring band job. Like mm-hmm. he's a saxophonist. And is that the word saxophonist? Saxist? I, I just uh, sexist. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't a saxophone. Uh, uh, and he, Saxly? he plays a saxophone. Yeah, he plays the saxophone in a band, and he just quit. Did he actually say a reason about why he quit? Yeah. Remember, um, was it, he wanted me to wear a tie, and I refused. No, no, Jenna, Jenna, Jenna. I was waiting for him to say that. That was the first episode with Michael. (gasps) You're right. But this episode had so many, like, parallels between the two. Yeah. Because I was waiting for him to say that, especially after the line about, you're already in the will. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh, sorry. Yeah, so he doesn't really, he talks about being a free bird, but that's more in relation to how he drops that his wife kicked him out. Right, right, right. And so, like, I just, it. I have no sympathy for Michael. I don't care. He says, like, his wife just doesn't understand me. Like... Mm. She doesn't understand. Like, I'm a free bird. I'm like, don't you think, like, since you guys had such a intense spiritual connection that, like, over, like, overcame the differences of race and age. Like, don't you think you would know each other if you wanted to get married that badly? Yeah. You know um, what I mean? Yeah. My thing about it is, is, like, it speaks volumes for Lorraine because it's, like... And they didn't even mention the child, but I'm going no. to mention the child. No, um, please. Like, my thing about men like this... Yeah. Is that women oh, me. literally would find it easier to be a single mom yes. than to parent yes. both the mom and or the dad and the child. Absolutely. Like, it's and so good much for Lorraine. easier. It, That's, yeah... Yeah. Like, what kind of person, like, he obviously is not a girl. It just makes me sad for Lorraine because I'm sure she wouldn't have married him if she knew he was going to be like that. A deadbeat? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he has no interest in having a job. He has no interest in, like, providing for himself and apparently for his child. I love your point about it'd be easier to be a single mom than be with him and be a mom, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, how... How telling. And, like, and he's oblivious to that. Yeah. And, like, that's my thing about men like this. It's, like, do you not realize that decision? Like, that, those moms that make that decision, Mm -hmm. like, bravo, because you're taking care of yourself and your children, and obvious, and that's, that's who matters. Mm -hmm, You know? mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, you should not be raising a grown man. That's not your job. Yep. Yes, yep. you have to train them. Uh, don't get me wrong there. Yes. You However, have the they have to be period. worth training. <laughs> yeah, they have to at least have, like, when, okay, let's skip forward a little bit. Okay. He, Dorothy does his laundry. Dorothy mm-hmm. gives him money. Mm-hmm. See, and I don't, okay, 
this is very like it goes very deep. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we go back, like I don't want to blame Dorothy because mm-hmm. I mean Dorothy was raised in a very um, mm-hmm. like this was you know many many years ago where there were mm-hmm. different expectations, mm-hmm. and she took care of the kids and she mm-hmm. didn't have a I don't was she I don't know if she was a teacher at the time anyway she was yeah. in you know in the time where like you know you take care of your kids you stay like yeah. you know just traditional stay at gender home roles. mom is a job yeah yes yes and um that was the expectation and so like i feel like during that time parents i don't i don't know i don't want to say she enabled goes, him yes but also that was like how she was taught to parent you know what i For mean sure yeah like men are taken care of as adults, so they don't really have to learn how to take care of themselves as kids Mm -hmm. a lot of the time. I think, I feel like that's something that our, like, our parents' generation got away from. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Ish. I mean, there's still gonna be those boys. There's always gonna be those mama's boys. I know. Um, But I feel, I hope, and maybe we're just lucky that we didn't have we don't have one of those yeah yeah um but yeah i think um how, do you follow that there's a mom yes. on tiktok yes She's i know exactly what you're talking about amazing oh yes she said teaching my son to journal so that he knows how to channel his feelings yes for his future wife or whatever yeah and like it wasn't even just future wife but just future spouse and like oh good 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 yeah good. and it um just to be a supportive partner it's because it's a partnership absolutely and i know we've talked about that yeah but and it it's so i don't want our critiques to come off as us like mom shaming dorothy you know because at the end of the day Michael mm-hmm. is a grown man. Yes. And anything she did, I mean, is a product of society at the time. Maybe. Probably. And she didn't have any ill intentions. And, and also... I don't, I don't know if he, he didn't, but he's also oblivious to that. Yeah. And also, at the time, she was raising her husband's stand, too. Yeah. Like, look who she had as a husband. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. And look how he who he had as an example. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know that, yeah, it really, it, you said it. Ugh. So, anyway, um, <laughs> good talk. Rose, mm-hmm. um, meanwhile, is kind of testing out products. Like, mm-hmm. we're kind of getting a behind-the-scenes look of, yeah. like, what her job is like. And I kind of like the scene between her and Blanche. Yeah. Um, where she's so stressed. She's mm-hmm. got her hand in a bucket. She's mm-hmm. staring at light bulbs because she needs to. Honey, why don't you take the watch off your wrist? <laughs> it's a so lot of good. I don't I didn't realize how much I watched this episode, but I could quote a lot of this episode. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm, I enjoy it. I like the line where she says, Honey, you have to talk to your boss. You have to or you'll die. Or this'll oh, okay. will kill you. <laughs> so good. Yeah, it's really great. So they kind of agree that uh, Rose has to talk to her boss about her stress and her workload. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So then we move forward with the Michael plotline. And we kind of talked a lot about this mm-hmm. theme. But just moving forward plot wise. Um, Dorothy is literally job searching mm. for Michael. 
That's very nice of her. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice. Well, he's at the beach. Yeah, that's or bad. whatever he's doing. Yeah. I do. I loved Blanche's just. It's at the Hacienda Hut, and I mm-hmm. love like just the subtleness of Blanche being like, I could write a letter of recommendation. Yeah, what did she say? She said something about, like, it being, like, a place for this. But she goes, but if he doesn't need one, I could write a letter of recommendation. (laughs) It's, like, a place that's, like, for dirty, horny people or something. I don't know. (laughs) I love it so much. But this is where we kind of start to see the divide between Sophia and Dorothy. Mm -hmm. And Dorothy, I mean, Sophia, I think, to me, okay, so Sophia's the one who is pushing for Dorothy to, like, like coddle him get a yeah yes and a part of me is like why does Sophia have this mindset Mm -hmm. and I do get where she says you know family comes first and you always Mm -hmm. take care of your family but I feel like she's almost grandmothering yeah I mean I get the whole family thing and I'm 100% for that but the best sometimes the best thing for somebody like that is to you know push them out of the nest yeah, yeah, and I just, I was kind of surprised that Sophia, with the big life perspective, like, didn't have that person, you know what I mean? That she didn't think that. But I think Sophia came from the generation, and culture-wise, like, mm-hmm. he's your son, you take care of your son. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That is cultural, too. Yeah. I'm thinking of, like, how, like, the older generation doesn't seem to coddle people mm-hmm. yeah but like when i think of like i mean i don't know that much about italian culture or italian like family dynamics but mm-hmm. it seems that family comes first a lot in a very yeah. strong way and i mean i just read a book about um india a very good book and mm-hmm. um like that culture they um at least in the time period that i was reading about um the hindu culture like they want the son to stay home mm, like it's an okay. honor for them to be home oh see, oh my gosh yeah really Because they no. will okay. take care of you wow i wish <laughs> so when dorothy talks to michael okay sorry blanche is very encouraging about kicking michael out mm-hmm. like just take a stance and i'm like yes blanche mm-hmm. take blanche mm-hmm. listen to blanche so dorothy like um talks to Michael mm-hmm. and she like asks him about how his job hunt is going and he is so like awful to her. Yeah. I just I don't I don't I don't like it. No. Um Oh, you know what? I skipped the worst part where before this Michael goes to dinner with Stan mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he literally he manipulates Dorothy so hard. He asks for money. Yeah, after he butters her up and says I wish I could treat you sometimes. Like, I'm going to yeah. treat Dad to dinner. By the way, can you front me 40 bucks? Like... That makes me so mad. I know. And I'm like, why? Why does she give him the money? Yeah. And, oh like, he even said... He even, like, manipulates her and is like, whenever I ask for... Ask... Yes! Ask for money, you make me feel like I'm asking. Um, but you are you asking! literally... In the words that you just said, you literally said that you are asked. Like I know it just it it's so annoying because it's like it's like when people say, 
well, why are you making me feel bad for what I did? And it's like, well, maybe you shouldn't have done what you did. Right. Right. It's not on me. It's on you. Right. Oh my gosh. I cannot. So when she tells him like he needs to take responsibility, Mm -hmm. he says, but that takes money. And she Mm. said, yeah, that's where the job comes in. Yeah. And I kind of, I love that. And he's like, you know what, I'm out of here. We don't, yeah, like, goodbye. Good luck. And she offers to, like, let him stay for a week, but he's stubborn. That's what I'm saying. She offered to support him while she found, while he found a job. Like, he's like, I'm not kicking you out. I just need to be making progress towards, you know, taking care of yourself. It's just kind of that victim complex where Mm -hmm. poor Michael, everybody's Mm -hmm. out to get Michael. Yep. Nobody, Michael won't take responsibility for but anything. But who is taking care of Dorothy? Dorothy. Exactly. Who is Doesn't Dorothy? Mm. So, Dorothy goes out to sit on the lanai with Rose as she, Rose is listening to a relaxing tape. Oh my god. <laughs> and I love this, just this exchange where Dorothy... Like, at first, okay, so Rose is, you know, stressed, and Dorothy's like, you know what, Rose, quit whining. And I was like, dang, that's really kind of aggressive. She's and literally I love... having, ha- has like having physical symptoms of stress. Yes. And <laughs> she says, stop whining. But that made me mad until I realized what they were building up to, and she says, my life is falling apart, and now Rose is bothering me. Oh, yeah. She's taking it out of Rose. She is. And they kind of have a similar talk about uh, Michael taking responsibility. Nothing really new, mm-hmm. except Rose's um, uh, what's what's revelation or, or big, big share mm-hmm. that the hardest part of parenting for her, because this is apparently really, this is hard for Dorothy, um, the hardest thing that Rose had to teach her daughter was the difference between boys and girls. <laughs> so, you know, she took the yeah. bull by the horns and did it that way. I took the bull by the horns and showed him what makes a bull a bull. <laughs> Boy, that bull would have been jealous. Oh my God. So good. <laughs> I'm, I'll just spoiler alert. That was my golden moment. <laughs> so good. No, let's keep talking about Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> um... So, we haven't really mentioned that Stan was in the episode. That's okay. I mean, it wasn't a big deal when he came in before, but he comes in again (laughs) because he wants to vent to Dorothy. And he doesn't, he's like having a problem with Michael. Michael's like sucking the life out of him. He says he's paying his bills. Yeah. Like, are you, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, But then he wants Dorothy to kick Michael out for him. Yes. Yes, because according to Stan, Michael already resents Dorothy, so it won't be bad if if she kicks him out. Like, are you kidding me? Ridiculous. I know, but this, I do love how Dorothy kind of acknowledges what you said earlier. Like, you need to be an example for him. Mm -hmm. Like, him making Dorothy do the work is part of the problem Mm -hmm. of why Michael is so dependent on them. Right. So, yeah. Um, so that scene kind of, Dorothy actually kind of motivates Stanley. I forget Mm -hmm. how, like, I think through that part where she, she motivates him basically to make him stand up to Michael. Mm -hmm. And, um, before we get a closure with that plot, we we get closure from Rose. And Rose, 
She advocates for herself, Jenna. Yeah, she does. She goes to her boss Mm -hmm. and says, you know what? I have been overworked. And she, you know, she lists her symptoms. Mm -hmm. She is seeing purple spots. She's like, her neck is sore. Like, all of those things are because um, of the job. And he, he's, okay, I feel two ways about this. Mm -hmm. I feel... Like, good, because he responds very well and offers to get her an assistant. Mm -hmm. But I also feel a type of way that he probably knew it was going to be this stressful for her because he said he was doing it himself. Mm -hmm. Um, So I wish, I mean, okay, entertainment-wise, yes, this makes sense. But, like, Mm -hmm. logistically-wise, I wish he had checked in on her. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, everybody handles job loads differently, Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he should have checked in on her. Mm-hmm. But also, like, the fact, like, I don't know. She's also a grown-up and needs to speak up for herself, yeah. too. Like, my, I agree with you, but mm-hmm. I feel like that's unrealistic. Too. That's very accurate. <laughs> no, you're right. I'm just thinking, like, maybe as her, like, mentor, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Like, in I that mean, way. Not, in a, not as in a In the boss. ideal world where there's 25 hours in a day. Yes. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Ugh. I need more than Ugh. that. I know. Like, a couple this days. This is coming if... from a teacher's perspective who, when she asks for help, is told, we don't have enough people. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's yeah, that's accurate. Mm. So, um, that's great. I do love, in this scene... How it it's kind of cleverly done. The part about like what like whatever color he's using around his eyes, thirty four, mm. like makes more him more trustworthy. Yes, yeah. like every time she says she doesn't believe him or she's yeah. not sure, he's like, "We need more 34. That and when was a she good finally, bit. I know, and when she believes him, he's like, "Enough thirty four, enough." But maybe I it's love starting it. to fade. <laughs> so, this is where we wrap up Michael's plot. And it's very interesting how they finish it up. Mm-hmm. So he is not nice to Dorothy. Mm-mm. It doesn't end that well. Mm-mm. Like, it doesn't end poorly, but, like, he's not that nice to Dorothy. Yeah. He, like, is, like, kind of rude to her and says, mm-hmm. yeah, I had to call the band and beg for my job back. Like, oh, boo-hoo. I know. You're lucky they took your back. you like, back. Your mom took respon- made you take responsibility for your life. Oh, no. Like, what was me? Like, what was his long-term plan? Right. And that's all she was trying to do. Like, realistically, yeah. like, what are you doing with your life? Like, you need to figure this out. Are you just going to be a potato? Like, yeah. hello? <laughs> um, And the episode ends with, like, him pretty much... Would you say he stormed out or just left? Uh, I would say he just left. But, yeah. yeah. It's just not a great vibe. An aggressive leave. Yeah, yeah, like a... An elevated mm. anger leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not happy. Um, so, that happens, and there's, like, a little wrap-up between Sophia and Dorothy, where they're hopeful for the future, but... Mm-hmm. Sophia loses her train of thought, and that's the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, doesn't she end up giving him money, too? Yeah, she does. Yeah, which I I like that part. I did too. Because that's that's just a grandma thing. It I is. Think it is. That is good. 
Like, yes, that was just enough. Like grandma, like grandma mode. Yeah, um, and like the other Sophia, stuff was overstepping. Like, yeah, yeah, this was like a very Sophia thing to do. Something we've seen right. her do, especially right. that she took it out of Sophie, a Dorothy's purse. <laughs> so, um, I don't have a count for Blanche. The, yeah, I she was really in this episode. I thought I almost did when she was talking about her meditation retreat and she said by the end of the week, 17 men were using her name as a mantra. (laughs) So good. But I don't think we can count 17 men that she slept with. No. She just had to be sexy, probably. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Well, Jenna, it is an even, yeah, it's an even episode. This is episode 10. So it's your turn. Blanche. Oh my gosh, I wanted to pick Blanche. You can pick Blanche. <laughs> no, I we're going to Blanche is like the only one to pick this episode. Ish. Um, I mean, I'm not going to pick Rose, but I feel like you could argue. You could argue Rose. Because she advocates for herself, but yeah. Blanche added so much to this episode. She did. She added like all the good parts. She did. Like... Mm. So many of the lines that I could quote mm-hmm. were Blanche's, and she's not mm-hmm. even involved. Mm-hmm. She's the voice of reason for Dorothy. She's the voice of reason for Rose. Yeah. And she's just reading a romance novel at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, what would you rank this episode? A six. Six. Okay, I'm going to give it an eight. Oh. Yeah, I really enjoyed it as much. As much as I don't like Michael, we're not really supposed to like Michael, so True. I feel fine about that. Okay. <laughs> I, I just really don't bad. like Michael, and Dorothy kind of irritates me in this episode, because I think the whole thing about Dorothy in this is Dorothy has had to deal with Stan. Yeah. So the fact that she's enabling another Sam, Stan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I did not mean that. Um, the fact that, and I'm not trying to, like, blame her because she's doing the best that she can, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I can, she's enabling the same thing. It's like a cycle. Mm-hmm. And you gotta but, break you the know, cycle. I will say, and I'm not, I, I still feel like, I feel like, I don't, well, no, I can't really speak for that time. If you were Sorry, I have the hiccups. If you were around during this time, like, what was the, like, I mean, I feel like. Expectations? Yeah, because I feel like now we have a lot of perspective Mm -hmm. on, like, manipulation and, like, um, toxic masculinity and, Mm -hmm. like, people like Michael. I feel like we have perspective on that. So I don't know. Was that, like, talked about back then? I don't know. Like. I don't know. I'm I'm curious. I yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know. I don't know. Well, golden moments. What's next? Golden moment. No golden moments. Oh no! I had one. It was the one from earlier that I can't remember. Yeah. Oh yeah. You you just want to stick with that? Yeah. Okay. Um, what about I you? Think, I think mine will be. <laughs> Mine is probably everybody Michael's mm, here. So good. Or when the light bulb goes out and Rose goes, Blanche! 
Grinch. <laughs> Poor Rose. Just the way she says it. I love it. Okay. Next week. Next week is Ebb Tide. Which is? That is Big Daddy's funeral. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know. This one is sad. Yeah, this one's this one's rough. I know, but I don't know. I don't know. This is That's the one with the say. um Sophia renting out the rooms too. Yes. Yes it is. It is. Now is that the one with the plate? Yes. Okay, cool. The 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 mm-hmm. what is it? The orange the uh orange festival something like that yeah well i guess we'll see next time bye okay well bye thanks for joining us for another episode of shenanigans at shady pines be sure to catch our next episode make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any more episodes leave a review so more people can find us at shady pines Be sure to check out our Instagram at shenanigans at Shady Pines, all one word. Until next time, thank thank you for being a friend. friend.